off to the hand. Oh, what's in the box? This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. But... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Explosive Hammer Movie Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy. As always, joined by my co-host, Brian. Brian, how are you feeling this week? You know, I don't think this is any surprise to anybody, but I'm feeling exotic. You're feeling exotic. <laughs> yeah, I like that emphasis on that, too. Uh, <laughs> tell me, wait, hold on. Before we get into that, uh, at Explosive Pod, that's the Twitter handle where you can keep up with the feed and all the episodes and all the good stuff. But um, exotic, tell me what's got you feeling exotic. I think a lot of people are feeling exotic. They probably have an idea, but just let me know what, what has got you so exotic. Well, for anybody that's not aware, because obviously I'm sure like 90% of the people that are listening are very aware of what I'm talking about. But just in case you're not, what I'm saying is I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to get you addicted to meth and I'm going to marry your ass. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about when I say I feel exotic. But no, it's 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 Tiger King. It's Tiger King Mania. The show on Netflix that's sweeping the nation. We will get into it later, but holy fuck, dude. Yeah. Wait, exotic. Oh, yeah. Okay, before I know we'll talk about it later. I just want to throw out the number cuz I just saw it earlier today. 34 million uh streams or uh, whatever viewers in the first 10 days. That's like the numbers so far from Tiger King. I which, yeah, I believe it because it's it's just so yeah, it's sweeping. That puts it like just in those first ten days puts it in like I think number six or something. Like it's like in the top ten most successful series. What's the is there a number one? Yeah, so the, number one was Stranger Things. Oh, um, that makes sense. Two, the Umbrella Academy. Ozark's probably up there. Ooh. Oh, uh, Ozark is oh. not up there. Really? Wait, really? Okay. Yeah. I'll read you the list. Stranger Things, 64 million. Umbrella Academy, 45. La, Ca- La Casa de-, de Papel, 44 million. You, 40 million. Okay. That makes sense. And then, does, these, yep. I haven't watched any of these, but I know they're super popular. Sex Education, Our Planet, mm. Unbelievable, Dead to Me, When They See Us, and Elite. Okay. I, now those are those are the series. The movies yeah. is a whole other. Okay. Bird Box is number one. But you which is like come on. Now. Yeah. Really number one. Yeah. Bird Box. Yeah. All right, people, let me down a little bit, but that's. Do you fine, remember but... though? Bird Box got the same treatment though. Like someone watched it, and then like immediately the whole world was watching. The whole world is making memes about it. You're right, and and we talked about that. But there's there like Bird Box is not nearly as you know like encapsulating oh, as, no. as tiger god King. no <laughs> and imagine watching eight hours of bird box like a oh bird box god, turned into a I series know. well the thing with bird box also i mean it was essentially a worse quiet place right kind of i mean oh, for sure so and all and quiet place 2 is delayed what we're not gonna get into that but i'm looking forward to that and there's a reason there isn't a bird box too i guess or hopefully there yeah. will be <laughs> but we would have got more mgk probably so that would have been cool that's true that's true <laughs> um so yes we're feeling exotic i don't i don't know of a single person that hasn't watched it like i feel like everybody that i've talked to is talking about tiger king i was like one of the last people and i kind of went back and forth on it i was like my feelings we'll talk about the show later but my feelings on it were that i wanted to watch it because of the hype and then i was kind of meh and then i was like i don't want to watch it at all because people were saying like it's kind of overrated it's kind of just yeah. you know whatever and then also, and obviously, I ended up watching it. Since so I mean, I'm part of it, but it's a little overrated. But it's whatever. We'll get into it. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, alright, so we got a special episode. A special post... Is this a post-apocalyptic episode? A, po- a quarantine episode? A little bit of both. Yeah, I guess we didn't come up with, like, an official title, but it's... This is a this is a bad world episode. <laughs> Pretty much. I feel like our movies are leading into our entertainment. And as far as, like, you know, we're all... We start here with the movies, and then we go into post-apocalypse. We're, like, in, in apocalypse... And then we go into post-apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, it's, time is a flat circle. In great words of Russ Cole. Um, before we get into what we watched and all that good stuff, I wanted to ask you how how everything's going with with your your stay-at-home order and all of, the, all of that. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. It's going a little circle. Yeah, I agree. And it, yeah. it's, it's, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like I'm also a little agitated. There's so many people posting these things that are like, get productive, read books. I'm doing all this. I'm working out in my house. And I I have never been such a lazy fuck. <laughs> in, yeah. In, like, in the last, I've just, I've been such a bum. And I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Well, I mean, like for you, especially, you know, just having, I feel like, like with the, uh, you have, you have two kids, which is obviously you're still doing, but like, just, I don't know, kind of a break from everything. It's, I don't blame anybody for just fucking being like, I know I don't, this isn't the time. This is the time to relax. You yeah. know, like this is not the time for me to, to suddenly reinvent myself. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> There's like a, a weird sense of guilt. Cause I know some people are having like some really awful times and I'm like, I, I am enjoying the extra time with my kids. I have a mm-hmm. huge backlog of PlayStation games that I'm finally putting a dent in. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Shout out Bubsy, dude. It's Jeremy. I oh yeah, shout out Bubsy. <laughs> I just finished one, dude. I was like so worried that I wasn't that I was gonna be late to recording because I didn't realize I was getting into a final boss of Gravity Rush, uh-huh. and then I did, and it took like forty minutes, and I'm like, oh my god, he's That's gonna be funny. waiting forever. But it worked out. I got done right at the same time he texted me. Uh, um, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We're just in sync like that. Yeah. Um, among other things that I've been doing a lot of, watching movies. Indeed. Which, I I mean, is that the jumping off point? Is that the, it's kind of early, but I feel like that's just like the perfect transition. I've been watching yeah, so I many mean, movies. Yeah, it, there isn't much to say because nobody can do anything. So I say movies, 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 movies. Movies, movies, movies. What <laughs> we watched this week. Like I said, mostly post, post-apocalyptic slash quarantine related um do you want do you want to kick off with the ones we both watched there's a big one that that i just like that i just like need to hear you talk about honestly i've been waiting for you to watch this movie for so long 28 years it feels like (laughs) the movie i'm talking about of course 28 days later it feels like it honestly (laughs) is this your first time watching this movie it i can't yes um so, in regards to that, what, when was the first time that you watched this movie? It came out in 2002. Do you know when you saw it first? So, I... Do you remember the ad? Like, the, the first, like, trailer for this movie? It's, I, it's just, like, it's two minutes or whatever of Cillian Murphy walking around saying, Hello? Hello? And then, like, you get, at the very last second, you get a shot of a, a zombie. But this is, like, one of the first... I don't know. One of the first movies I remember where like it would it was cutting in and it would say like 
the most graphic horror and then like a person's like a like new york times it wasn't new york times but you know what i mean like there were all of these like quotes and things saying like this was the craziest movie ever and it Mm -hmm. was like it was enough that when it came out uh or when it came out to dvd i should say my dad watched it and i wanted to watch it but he didn't want to let me at first because he didn't know like Mm -hmm. what what we were getting into right so he watched it and then i watched it so it was shortly after it released on dvd so like 2000 maybe when i don't know when it came out in 2002 but i probably saw it in 03 at least wait sorry excuse me if i was following this what your story straight your dad watched it and then decided it was okay for you to watch it yes it's pretty bloody it is pretty bloody yes Uh, and what 2002 that would have put me at uh 10 years 11 years old yeah, I feel like yeah, that's that's fine. It's a little much. I feel like it's, honestly, it's, it, honestly, like one of the only things that my dad like totally let loose on was movies. Uh-huh. Like, gotcha. I, like, like I got parental guidance CDs. I got uh, I wasn't allowed to buy M games. Like I had to convince my parents <laughs> to get me Halo at like fourteen or something ridiculous. But movies, they're just like but movies. Fuck it. <laughs> now you're. I can't remember. Was your dad not like a cinephile? Your dad was into movies though, right? I mean, that was. Wasn't that pretty into movies? Thought. Yeah, yeah, he was, and then okay. like he didn't like. So when I got older, I got more into like, um, this dude. I don't. I, I'm like cringing. I wish I hadn't started the sentence. I got I got more into like some indie stuff and more into like film, like more in depth with film, like you know, looking up movie details and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like I got really into it. My dad's not that into it, but he likes to watch a lot of movies. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's yeah. And, uh, okay, so he, so he showed you this, which was, so how, so, like, what do you remember from then watching it? Is there anything that stuck out? Like, any scene that you specifically remember when you first saw it? Okay. Yeah, the thumb, the thumb in the eye socket. There it is, yep. That, and that's, so, I mean, again, <laughs> I think you're old enough to deal with it, but I feel like it stuck out for a reason, because that's pretty, like, I'm just wondering, like, your dad saw it, and he's like, no, that's fine. I mean, it's, like, I'm just wondering what, I would, I guess, what I don't, was the line. Yeah, I don't either, because <laughs> it was, any, if, if, some, if there was, like, sex, like, that would be the only thing, maybe, where, like, mm-hmm. and probably just, he just didn't want to watch a sex scene with me. I don't blame him. But oh, yeah. it is strange, because the first time I watched it, that's all I remember, is just, mm-hmm. like, somebody getting their fucking eyes gouged out. <laughs> And then I watched it again a couple years later when I was like a little bit older, and I like I really loved the movie, but yeah, that's like um, <clears throat> I'm guessing. All right, you're asking that question. I feel like maybe that was the scene you were looking for me to say. Well, that I mean, kind of. That was like one scene specifically that stuck out in terms of if I was your age watching that, I would remember. So I don't blame you. Yeah. Overall, I think it that's like what stands probably what most people remember about that movie. It's pretty mm-hmm. intense. It is. I've never. Um, I don't think I've never seen another movie worse. And I, like that, I don't know. It's something about. I've seen movies where someone's head get blown off, like all kinds of graphic stuff, right? Something about the thumb in the eyes though is deeply disturbing, even more so it's, than that. Yeah, it's almost like you feel it. I don't know. It's like. And then there, there's another movie where that where that happens. Somebody thumbs the eyes. I can't remember it. I remember being equally disturbed. I mean, I'm sure there's a number of movies, but there's something that I watched that I remember that. But have uh, you seen? Have you seen Twenty Eight Weeks Later? 
I have not. Does, that doesn't happen. Does it really happen again? Yeah, they brought it back for twenty eight weeks later. Wow. No, I've yeah. only seen the opening scene of that. Oh, okay. Um. And before we get into twenty days, because I'm going to start talking about it here. But uh, was twenty eight weeks later prequel? No. It is. It's like. It's. It goes through. It's twenty eight weeks from the first outbreak or whatever. So I guess it wouldn't be. But it cause... so it is a totally separate story. Okay. But it's not it's not a prequel. Okay, for some reason I thought it was like kind of explaining more what happened. So uh, I think there's the a comic. I should maybe No, nah, just for, I I would have to fact check <laughs> before I say there's, anything else. I mean there's a lot of stuff that happened. I think it was after the movie um that kind of got put out. I don't know. Because it was such like a popular thing, but oh, yeah. Okay. So this is like, uh, just really quick. This is twenty days later. It's directed by Danny Boyle. I feel like that's important to mention because it's very different. Um, and yeah, this came out in two thousand two, as we were kind of talking about. It stars a number of people. Uh, the lead of which is Cillian Murphy, who people will remember as like Scarecrow from Batman. Uh, what else was he in? Do you know? Like, uh, Red Eye. Yes. Um. um He's in, uh, what is the show on Netflix that's super popular? Uh, he was in that's Inception. Like oh, uh, Peaky Blinders? No, Peaky Blinders, yep, yep, Yeah, yep. okay, he's in Peaky Blinders. That, um, so yeah, I mean, he, but I. But when I saw him, because he's fairly youngish, or he has his head shaved in this movie, so whatever yeah. it is, you know, that makes him look different. But I was like, the face, I was like that scarecrow from Batman. So that's what right. I instantly recognize him from. But yeah, he plays the lead gym, and it's, it's... <sighs> So, like, the quick plot of this movie is that there's a, a zombie, quote-unquote zombie, outbreak. Actually, I mean, it starts with it being explained. It's a, it's a rage infection, right? A rage virus. Yes. Which I think is cool that they say, they don't really say more than it's a rage virus. They don't get into it more, really. Yeah. It's just, it's, and I think it's kind of cool. And it starts with, like, PETA people breaking out, whatever, and monkeys, and then it turns into a whole thing. But we start with uh, Cillian Murphy as, as this bike courier who awakens from a coma 28 days later from the outbreak, I think, right? That's what the title comes from. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then he, and then basically his story through all of this. And, <clears throat> yeah, as my first time seeing this movie, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I love this movie. I, and I love Danny Boyle, and it's amazing. I think it's yes. It's it's one of the first movies that had fast zombies, which I thought was very cool and mm-hmm. and like totally just way more gripping all of the scenes with the zombies. Like it feels like there's like I don't know, a serious need to just get the fuck out of there. <laughs> there's so much weight to every scene and I think it's like Danny Boyle and sh- I'm going to shout out this guy here who I the research team has pulled up who is Anthony Dodd Mantell who is a cinematographer you know I think uh-huh. that both of them deserve like so much credit for the way that this movie was shot it's so unique there's so many like dutch angles and like they make it almost seem like a, a documentary slash found footage but not it's so good like yeah Oh my god. Um, yeah, it's so good the way that it's filmed. It, it was something like I've never seen before and it drew me in instantly. Yeah, I like just watched it and like just talking about it makes me want to watch it again. <laughs> it, it just it is. It's a really good movie. It's a, And it's a really good... I don't know. I feel like, like there are some really good zombie movies out there. 
mm-hmm. but there's also so much garbage. So like, to oh ha- yeah, to have this one, which I like have said for the longest time, like to be my favorite zombie movie of all time, it's a big deal. Yeah, for sure. Because like, so you so you put this above like including all zombie movies like Zombieland. This is your favorite zombie movie, right? Across all genres. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, and I it's. I might be the same way. Um, I've got like, like you uh, said, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I just was gonna say like, like you pointed out, like there's a really good story, right? There's all this good stuff. There's also like the cinematography. Like it's it's just it's really really well made all around. Yes. Oh my god. Um, I don't have a complaint about this, and it might have been the download that I use, <laughs> but I is the sound mixing a little like like i had it low to the point where i or i'm sorry i had it really high oh. when i had to hear them and then like when a zombie comes through the window it broke my eardrums yes that's a real okay thing. okay yeah i it was i mean it was insane i was like fucking come on yeah like, like beyond you... belief yes <laughs> and weirdly Specifically, enough yeah that that carries over to 28 weeks later too does it okay so when i saw it like there's some scenes in there that look like they're shot on like <laughs> not not like the nicest cameras but it's like it's almost like intentional do you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying yeah and so i kind of thought like oh maybe it's like a lower budget or something and and so their sound but i don't know i almost feel like maybe that was intentional too because they had eight million euros i don't know what that translates to but that's that's a lot of money right right so i don't know i don't know why that was like the choice but yeah I don't, you're right, I just, because I have it pulled up, I don't know how much money that is, but in terms of what they made in the box office, maybe you're right. <laughs> like, because, I mean, they made they made 82 million euros. I'm sorry, wait. That's in dollars. Wait. Yeah, I don't know okay. why there's it. I don't know why one's in euros and one's You in saw dollars. that too? Or you see yeah. that? That's, yeah. okay. <laughs> so I don't, now I can't, I don't know the conversion, right? But yeah. But I feel I mean, like they made a lot of money compared to their budget. So their budget wasn't very much, right? That's what we're, yeah, or, yeah. or Okay, I don't know, but, yeah. but so then they turn around in um, twenty eight weeks later, which is double the budget, and it's the same okay. sound thing. Like it opens up, and they're literally whispering, and then there's mm-hmm. like this scream. You know, a zombie busts through a window or something, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's deafening. Dude, I it legit scared me. Not for the right reasons though. Whenever yeah, because oh, yeah. the first zombie breakthrough we have in twenty eight days later is when he's got this candle and he's looking at his parents' pictures, and is I, I read that it's his neighbors that are infected that come through, and I mean it is. It's not only, like, no, nobody's talking, so it's not only, like, sort of quiet, it's, like, almost silent yeah. before you get, you know, this break-in, and it, it's it scared me for all the wrong reasons. But, yeah, other than that, it's kind of my main complaint. Everything else is, is so fucking good in this movie. It's damn near perfect. It really is. Yeah. I'm really glad that you got around to seeing it, because I, I, mean, I am love too. this movie. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm going to have to watch 28 weeks later now, which I've seen the beginning of so many times because it's such an iconic scene. Oh, yeah, but, it's so good. Yeah, I will have to. And and there are parts of 28 Days Later that I remember seeing now. Um, um, there's the tunnel scene that pissed me off because the dad pops the tire by being an idiot. Oh, yeah. But, like, I remember that. I remember seeing that. That's, that's a scene that I saw from this movie way long ago. But didn't really, like, I don't know, necessarily give it a chance. And I, I think there's something to, I mean, not some. there's definitely something to the fact that there's, that it's a British film and that it's shot, you know, uh-huh. a little different. And I appreciated that. that. 
it used to have a backdrop of like because i love the opening when he's like walking around and everything's just deserted um i had a screenshot as a wallpaper of like when he's he's walking up the stairs and i forget what exactly is written on the wall but i think it was like oh sorry excuse me i made a note of this i think if that's what you're talking about it's the um the end is extremely fucking nigh that's right. Is that yes. What you're talking okay. About? Yes. Which is so that. cool. And yeah. Like, like you know, the end is nigh is one thing, but I, that's yeah. stuck in my mind. I'm so glad that you said that. the The end is extremely fucking nigh. That's such yeah. a like. Oh my god, that's so cool. It really is that they would yeah. like somebody wrote that. <laughs> but yeah, so good. Yeah, it I'm is. Glad you watched it. Um, we don't have um, any other main screeners well, that we. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, so just very last thing. Uh, is it Brendan Gleeson? He's the dad. Yeah, he's he was really good in that as, as the dad of the the daughter. That's all. I, that's oh, literally yeah. the last thing I wanted to say is that because he's like an actor that I also recognize in other things. Yeah. Um, and he was just incredible. I yeah, that's the dad. But yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's all we have for main screen. That's the same, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. Um. I've got two, you've got one, so you, I'll just, I'll roll into the next one. Uh, so yeah, zombie movies, they should be contained, right? They should be <laughs> yes. contained, because they're just such a fucking contagion. So I watched Contagion, um, which has been like, the movie that I feel like everybody's been like, oh, everything that's going on right now, it's just like that movie Contagion. And so I checked it out, it's on Hulu, which is very cool. And have you seen this movie? Uh, I haven't seen it, but I feel like I am a. I kind of know what it's about. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it's just it's happening right now. It's a real life. It's a docu series on our lives. You can just ch- tune into the live stream, <laughs> and there it is. Uh, Contagion came out in two thousand eleven. It stars. It's honestly, it's like too big of a casting readout. Some of the names though: uh, Matt Damon, Lawrence Fishburne, Jude Law, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kate Winslet, Brian Cranston. There's just there's so many people in this movie. Um, but the reason for that is because it follows a lot of different characters through a pandemic and through this virus that spreads, uh, globally. Um, just like a side note, I guess I want to point out that I remember when this came out, my dad showed me the trailer and thought that it was a zombie movie because... (laughs) It just kind of shows all these people like panicking and they're like, it's a virus, it's a virus. And he was 100% convinced it was a zombie movie. We went to this movie on release day to Contagion. And it's a very good movie. It's not a zombie movie at all. Yeah. Is, it's, it, it, was the Contagion poster the one that had like a yellow background? Yes. And then, okay. Uh, that's what I remember. Okay. Yep. And it says nothing spreads like fear. And yeah, it totally... Like, I mean, he showed me the trailer, and I bought into it. I was like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. they don't show it in the trailer, but it's definitely going to be a zombie movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then we watch it, and like I said, it's very good, but it's just like a drama about this, uh, you know, this virus that spreads around. Yeah. Um, I don't want to spoil too much if you haven't seen it, because it's, it's so totally worth watching. Uh, I mean, now it might be a little bit too scary, but, like, someday, watch this movie. <laughs> so like did you did did both of you like it coming out of the theater though or were you yes, did you appreciate yes, it later but you did because okay. okay so very early on um i don't know maybe like 20 minutes in and we kind of looked at each other and one of us was like this is not this is not a zombie movie 
<laughs> like once you realize what's going on, it's like, wait, this isn't what we think it's gonna be. <laughs> right. Um. So then, once I got past that, I was able to like just enjoy the movie for what it is. Uh huh. Um. So just just like general synopsis, like I said, no spoilers here. Um. It's it's was inspired by like the SARS outbreak, and like I said, it's it's a virus pandemic. It follows a lot of different characters. A lot of characters, or some of the main characters, are like involved with the cdc and it's about like their response and then it's all these different people and how they're affected um this like all, the all of these actors they do a great job right but they have pretty limited roles so I, mm-hmm. I you know i don't think anyone like shines or stands out so much more than anybody else like it's just really well acted and really well written there's um, one person that i'm sure stands out more than everybody though because you said it starts Gwyneth paltrow yes so the cure, I'm assuming, was a candle from her vagina made out of her. <laughs> of course. Okay. What else? What else could it be? Okay. I forgot. <laughs> God she's for like kind of a piece of shit. Um, kinda. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, but when you said that, I was gonna say the only there's like one scene that stands out to me a little more than anything else, and it's with Matt Damon and Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, not so much her, but like her characters involved. <laughs> But, um, what, wait, okay. No, I'm going to, so I, I will spoil this one little thing because it's <laughs> like, it happens in the first like five minutes of the movie. Um, it's, it's like how this thing opens and kind of sets everything in motion. So Gwyneth Paltrow is, is patient zero. Like you find that out right mm, away. Okay. And she, uh, she dies from the virus right off the bat. And Matt Damon, like his like reaction to that is, it's like too it's too real like like someone unexpectedly passing away that it, oh i should point out matt damon is her husband in the movie oh okay so yeah that stands out because like i said it's like it's way too real it's it's Damn. very um like i'm i probably like wiped away a tear in the theater and then uh-huh. was like dad this isn't a zombie movie <laughs> that's fine he wasn't dropping to both of his knees going like no he no, was there was some real acting no, no there was some real acting gotcha there wasn't like a whole second plot that added to the movie where he gets shrunk but that's not what the movie's about no, there's nothing none of that fucking <laughs> do not remind me of that movie you son of a bitch how dare you <laughs> oh man i just i saw like a reddit thread where someone's just talking about how that was like the most aggravating movie they've ever seen oh my god there are so many movies that have such good premises premises yeah. like uh like bright or whatever or not not bright oh, yeah. which whatever i guess kind of but the one with the kid superhero that turns oh evil. yeah right uh what was that yeah research teams on it but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That, and also Bright. I feel like they have similar names. I don't know why. And and uh, Brightburn, right? Or something? Brightburn, Isn't that's it? right. Yeah. Yes. And uh, both those movies, though. But also uh, Shrunk. What was that movie actually also called? The, sh- the Shrink movie. <laughs> the sh- uh, what? Oh, Downsizing. S- downsized. It's like so many good movies with so many good ideas that got fucked. Yeah. But at least it sounds like Contagion did get fucked over. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, Matt Damon, he did good in this one. He did, he did right. All right, good. But yeah, super worth watching. Like I said, it's it's um, the movie. It's it's easy to say now because of everything that's going on. But like at the time when I saw this in two thousand eleven, I thought like, oh wow, this seems really realistic if something like this were to happen. Um, uh huh. But yeah, now you're watching it and like, it it's kind of freaky. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's kind of. I don't know. I feel like it's. When you watch those uh, 
Annie or whatever they're on the like the people that build the underground bunkers. Oh yeah, like it's like shit. This is wow. This is real now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like damn it. Yeah. And then in the the uh, no, I won't spoil it. The the in the ah uh, nope. I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're so close. I know. I know. There's there <laughs> is like. At a later time, if you watch this, we'll talk a little bit more about some other things. But I don't want to spoil everything because okay. it's really good. And so anyone okay. that hasn't seen it, like I said, it was on Hulu. Um, just go watch it. All right. I mean, yeah, if it's free, fuck it. Watch it. Yeah, Hulu is the platform that it is on. Indeed. And and, and you... What, and what, and the did, platform what, did, yes. was on Netflix. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's a I didn't movie? know if you were it. It is. So and the platform. You watched it? Okay. I, um, I I watched it. I watched it on a single platform. My fucking couch got on my ass, and I watched it. But this movie is something fucking else. Did you see the trailer? No. I'm no. Research team is gonna send me a link right now because I uh actually I don't even know what this is. Wait, seriously? Oh wow. Uh, not, I'm not like surprised, but it was like it was kind of all over Reddit. Not like all over, but like Reddit was 2019? pretty. Twenty nineteen. Uh, Span is it Spanish? Yeah, it is. It released in twenty nineteen on something called TIFF. Okay. Oh, that's the Toronto International Film Festival. I'm getting roasted right now by people that are listening. <laughs> I how did I not know that TIFF was short? Was the the abbreviation for that? I'm so sorry. You don't have um, to because I didn't know either, so we're I, all learning things. Like, I knew what the Toronto International Film Festival was, but I did right. not know that it was called TIFF. And I've heard of TIFF and right. never, like, put the two together. <laughs> um, but I'm sorry, but, and I guess it got its streaming on Netflix from its premiere at TIFF, but oh, it premiered yeah. uh, in 2020 on Netflix. And Oh, okay. So oh, yeah, last week. Or, like, well, two weeks yeah, ago. Or, like, yeah, a couple weeks ago. Huh. Um, yeah, so this... I was kind of realizing that I watched, um, I'll get into another film later, but like, so 20 Days Later, British, this one is a Spanish film, and I think, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it later, but I, there's another foreign film, so it was a lot of foreign films for me, <laughs> this time. Uh, but the platform is also known as El Hoyo, which translates to The Hole. Okay. Um... So like you so you don't know anything about this you said I mean no I don't I just I somehow I have completely missed this okay so I won't get into a lot as far as plot uh, but the whole I'm sorry the the platform El Hoyo the whole is about a prison system wherein people live there's two people per floor and they live on what you find up find out is up to like over three hundred floors and. There's a table of food that starts at the very top, floor number one. It's a table of gourmet food prepared by, like, legit chefs and things. And it's, like, appetizers, entrees, desserts. And it lowers from one all the way down to th- over 300. And basically, everybody at each level has a chance to eat as much as they want. Does that make sense? Oh, shit. Yeah. So, the people... Um, Throughout the movie, you find out that people below basically what is, like, level 150 don't get anything but, like, glass dishes. It's all gone by then. Wow. Um, it, there's so much to get into. Uh, there's, like, there's a main character who's played by uh, Ivan Ivan Masagwe. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know how to say that. 
uh, and he and he so he's somebody that you follow throughout the the film, and he like you see him on multiple levels of this thing. It's one month per level, and then you switch. He goes from level everywhere from level six to like two hundred and something, I think. Uh, so he's everywhere basically. So okay, you move. You said one level per month. So like yes. Do you um, move? Do you move back down? Like if like bad behavior and stuff. If there's no. There's no. It's all random. Um, oh okay. I really want you to watch this film. So yeah, I'm done. Uh, it really. It's only an hour and a half too. It's only. It's ninety four uh, minutes. It's short. It's so. And also, like one of the main things I wanted to mention, I got twelve minutes into this film watching it with subtitles and English dub over, which I did not know. So I got 12 minutes into the film, and what they were saying didn't match their emotions or their lips. And I, I, but I was confused, and it, did, it didn't match the subtitles either. So then I finally looked, and I didn't realize that Netflix, when you go to their like um, audio settings, it tells you which one is the original. So like it tells you oh, okay. European Spanish was the original that it, the film was made in. Okay. So so I switched it, and I started over the film completely. I didn't care that I was 12 minutes in. Like, I, you know, I wasn't getting the emotions from the actors. It made, it, okay, it made more sense. Right, exactly. It okay. made so much more. Everything was matching their lips, their emotions. Like, it was so much better. So when you watch this, just so you know, it might start in English dubs. Make sure you switch it over to subtitles with Spanish uh, language. That's interesting. So you didn't, yeah. pick, you didn't pick the English dub? No, no, no. It started that way. I, I was pissed. Uh, yeah, that's that, weird. Yeah. Um... Because, like, I think it's just catering to us, obviously. Yeah, I don't I know. What, you know, yeah. I don't know. It was so stupid. But anyway, because you don't, you don't get all the emotion. And, right, and yeah. so every... So, like, uh, I'm going to try to do this quickly. This guy volunteered to get into this. So, like, some people get sent in here as a prison. I guess some people volunteer. And so he volunteered to be in this for whatever reasons. You, you'll find out. Okay. And then... So every month, you just switch levels. I think it's random. I think it's completely random. Uh, and you can't go up or down. I mean, you can, but you're not supposed to. Uh, okay. There were some plot holes, and the end of the film is stupid. Oh, really? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> um, yeah, it's one of those films where everything is so real until the end, where it's like, was it all in his head, slash, what is real, oh, what okay, is it? right, okay. Also, slash, is this little girl a god? That's it. That's all okay. I'm to say. Huh. So, all right. so stupid. It gets so stupid at the end, I promise. It really does. But it's worth watching still. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like captivated <laughs> by this pre- uh, premise. It sounds it's, very cool. So all right, I get the impression that there's some big, uh, like, big world messages get, like mm-hmm. come from the movie. Is that the case? There's a lot of... Um, commentary that's yeah stuff a lot of class commentary that's that's like the first and foremost yeah um and obviously like i feel like it's kind of the reason that i watch this is because we're doing this quarantine episode people are fending for themselves at this point at grocery stores right like as crazy as it is so i so when i watch this it's it's kind of it's like a you know it's a commentary on the selfishness of people and, and like obviously like class status and things but like right but, you know, like, what would you take to survive or even supplement yourself beyond that? Right. And leave for others. Yeah. Yeah. So, I felt like it was very relevant to what's happening right now. Yeah. All right. I'm definitely going to be watching this, like, immediately. 
Yeah, I recommend it for sure. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so that was the platform it was on and things, and like everybody had one item that they got to take with them. It was basically like their cargo. I would say is was there one item? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, so cargo, cargo reminds me of this movie I watched this week called Cargo, <laughs> and so this is actually like the second time that I've watched this. All right, and. I, I don't know if it's, like, really important to say or not. The first time I watched it was, like, when it first released. Because it was a straight to Netflix. And um, I, like, fast-forwarded through this whole movie. Because I watched it on my phone. <laughs> and you can just double tap for, like, the skip 10 seconds. And uh-huh. I remember I was just, like, skipping and skipping. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, is anything going to happen in this movie? And then, and then, I, <laughs> I, then I got to the end. Um, so, so this time I took the time to actually watch it. And... Um, I'm glad I did. It's uh, so let me back up here. It's 2017. It's an Australian movie, post-apocalyptic, and uh, the the big Martin Freeman is the main character. Oh, I like he, him. yes, big fan. He is. Uh, there's a lot of side characters, but it's mostly uh, just about him. And the the idea behind their movie, I guess, is there's there's a zombie whatever zombie apocalypse you know that whole deal right (laughs) and he is on this mission to take his baby to to, i don't know i guess just survive but just leave it at that okay um i'm assuming you haven't seen this no yes the yes okay the baby the baby is the cargo Sorry, it cut out. I didn't. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you were just like, sh- you're like shocked. Like this man. <laughs> no, yeah. Thinks what? His <laughs> cargo? How disrespectful. Um, I mean, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. There's, some, I don't know. There's some other stuff that I was thinking like, oh, it's the cargo, and, and then like, just kind of really like, oh no no no. It's it's the kid, obviously, but um, yeah, it's a really good movie. It's actually like there's so much depth to it. Like I was a piece of shit for fast forwarding through it <laughs> because uh, Martin Freeman does like a really really great job, and um, it's it's similar to like what you were just saying, right? It's like kind of a I don't know what the word is, but it's a, it's a movie that it's a zombie movie, right? But there's a big kind of like message about inner. Like, what would you do to mm-hmm. protect your family, save your family, whatever, amidst this gotcha. crazy fucking zombie thing? Yeah. Um. So I would say I recommend it. Maybe it's not like you don't have to watch it immediately, but it's pretty good. <laughs> like you, yeah. <laughs> it just is like, like the biggest thing to me, if you tell me a movie is a slow burn, like that's huge to me. I use that word uh-huh. or that phrase so much because like, then I know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. Uh, so when I first watched it, I just, I was fast forwarding. I didn't realize it was a slow burn, but it's a slow burn. Everybody. That reminds me of like, uh, there's this one person that I listen to a lot on, uh, as a podcaster. And he talked about how he reads, like when he was in school, he read books <laughs> 10 pages at a time to get the idea of the plot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me what you did with Karka. You know what I used to do all the time? Like, and I still kind of do this, like, if I'm on Wikipedia looking at movies, I go straight to the end and read, like, the last page. I mean, I don't read books really now. I probably should. But, like, yeah. 
in school when I did. Like, I would always go to the last page and just read, like, the very last, like, paragraph. That's funny. And then go back. <laughs> Who was talking Some about Some of weird. Like, Catcher in the Rye was, like, a weird one. I was like, right. <laughs> what? what? I'm, much, I'm much more confused about what this book is about. I, I, I never actually read Catcher in the Rye. I never read Holden's story, to be honest. So I don't know. What the <laughs> it's pretty good. Was. Pretty good read. Yeah? Pretty good? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's it for main screen, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. Moving on to the rapid fire. Yes. Um, all right. So we have more. I, I honestly like there's so much more that I could rapid fire. I really have watched so much TV in the last oh, really? like, two weeks since we last recorded. Yeah. But I just, so I picked out like a couple of them and, um, the big one, which we both have onward. So, yeah. Onward, I think probably mo- most people know. it released at Disney Plus. So, like, if you have a kid, you probably watched it because, good God, I watched Frozen 2 so many times those first, like, however many days of staying at home. And so, when Onward came out, it was like, thank the gods. And I watched it at 9 a.m. on the day that it was on Disney Plus. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, Onward, is this the first. Disney film now it's been released online because was it released in theaters or no like it was in theaters but like for maybe two weeks I think okay or okay. it was oh so I was actually in Disney when it released so it came out on March six and then it was on Disney plus April six but there okay. were two weeks where no like theaters were shut down and that was yeah. when they that was when they announced like in two weeks we'll put you like, you can rent it now for twenty bucks like all the other like theater movies are doing, mm-hmm. but in two weeks we'll put it on Disney Plus. Yeah, so this is definitely one of the first films to sort of yeah. take advantage of online streaming. Uh, yeah, because of what's happening. Which is interesting because it wasn't doing that well in theaters those first two weeks. Oh really? I didn't know that. Which is also interesting because I really 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 enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it. I did. I mean, we'll we'll talk about the ending, but I enjoyed all of it until then. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. No. So, <laughs> look. All right. Onward. I know this is rapid fire. I guess we're gonna end up slowing it down a little bit because there's so much to unpack with this. I one. mean, yeah, we're both talking about it, but. <laughs> um. Okay. I uh, I really like the movie. It's about these two brothers, and they find out their dad was a wizard. Their dad passed away. They find out he was a wizard. They get a staff. They do a spell. They get half his body. They have to get a gem to get the other half of his body, and they only have twenty four hours. Is that you feel like that's pretty good? Yeah, I feel like that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. I I sense something in your voice, and I think it's probably the same way I'm feeling. I enjoyed this movie, but. It lays it on so fucking thick that parts of it were hard to. Some parts just didn't feel good, like at all. You know what I mean? So what? So yeah, I definitely enjoyed the film overall. What What did you not like about it? I guess. All right. So, and I felt a similar way about Up. They start out with such a sad like idea behind everything that I am immediately put in a place of, like, melancholy, where I'm like, this movie could be so funny and so, like, feel good, but I am first hit in the gut and am just feeling sad about yeah. this thing. You know what I mean? Like, in Up, it was when he lost, I think her name was Ellie, but his wife. And then in this one, 
you know, you you know that like their dad has passed away, and they're yeah. literally the whole plot of this a quest is like to see their dad, and right? So you just know the whole time. Um. This like I feel like this film. Yeah, you're right in terms of like it being sad right off the bat, right off the bat, and it really only like there's up, and it pretty much. It, like, it punches you in the gut, and I feel like that's kind of... It's not like a cheat move, but it does want you to already start feeling bad. Yeah. Uh, and then it kind of continues that. Like, Up doesn't ride it as much, I feel like, as this film. Yeah, I think you're right. Because, yeah, because there's all these, like... There's so many scenes of the, the legs and the brothers, and then we've got the younger brother relating to the older brother for what he did. I don't know. There's... There's a lot of things going on in this movie, but I did enjoy it because of the, I don't know, I feel like they they did something still different, you know. With the I ending? Guess. Well, like, just, oh, saying- I guess, like, overall, like, yeah, like, just in terms of, like, the, the world they created and stuff. Right. And I enjoyed Chris Pratt, and I enjoyed Tom Holland as the voices, you know. Yeah. Uh, and stuff. I don't know. But... How did I'll just say now the the reason the ending felt cheap to me? I really didn't appreciate that he didn't get to meet his father. Yeah, I, I agree. Do you feel like it is more tragic or just kind of more just kind of cheap that he doesn't get to meet his dad? When I watched it, and I've only like I only watched it the one time, I felt like it was cheap. If I rewatched it now, maybe I'd feel more sympathetic. The only reason that, like, not the only reason, but one of the main reasons that I felt like it was cheap is because of the way that it happened. Like, how do you, how, why does the brother not just say, like, oh, by the way, the young, you know, the younger brother's down here, like, yeah. let's go see him, or so whatever. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I agree, and it's also, um, mm, I don't know, a little, a little fast, I guess, like a little... It, like, looks... I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. I, but I, my, I like it. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, my biggest thing is, like, I really love... I love the characters, like you said. I love the whole world, this universe they set up. Um, But, I don't know. The whole movie, I was just like, all right, here it comes. Fuck me up. Like, I'm just like... Every time that I was, <laughs> right. like, feeling good, like, and enjoying, like, what was happening in the story, I was also, like... Like, literally trying to hold back tears, because I'm like, this movie is about to fucking kill me. I know. It's, yeah. The, and, like, what I saw from the reactions of people was that they really enjoyed it. Uh, I can't relate to to people that have really only had, like, you know, their older brother growing up. So right. I'm sure, that, you know, there's 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 a crowd out there that it is catering to. But yeah. I just didn't like, I don't know. I just felt like could, it could have had a different was, ending. It could have. Yeah. And it still could have had the same effect. Yeah, yeah, okay, yes. Totally, totally, totally agree. It could have been... Uh, but I did like it. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I think you're right. I think we covered the big one. It really is yeah. just, like, the big one. I knew that. Like, and everyone knows that going into the movie. Like, this movie is going to be really sad. And it is. Yeah, um, exactly. But, yeah, you're right. They could have had the same impact and just changed it up and been a little bit less... Yeah, I think cheap is probably the best word. 
I mean, because, like, you know how the uh, one of the lines um, from Chris Pratt's character is he says, like, Dad wanted me to give this to you, and he hugs him? Yeah. There was plenty of, there was just plenty of time. That yeah. Was, like, I, <laughs> yeah. But, like, also on top of that, like, the way that they, like, the fact that he got trapped in this, like, rock thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what I was about to say next. <laughs> it was just dumb. It's like six feet of rock, and he's like, oh, I can't. I know. Watch this even, crack. Yeah, I don't know. And you're like, um, <laughs> yeah. It is weird for a movie I, I liked. Just, I just I did have like a really big problem with all that. That's true. Yeah, for, exactly. For a movie that I really liked, there were some problems. Yeah, but it, it was still Pixar or Disney, whatever. So I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, moving onward <laughs> with rapid fire. <laughs> Um, okay, tell me about Rec slash Quarantine. Uh, yeah, so, like, Rec was the Spanish movie. Yes. Of this, uh, I don't know, there's, there's things that go on, there's a Spanish reporter, she gets trapped with her cameraman inside of this, like, apartment building where people are getting infected. Uh, it's a really good, like, found footage movie, however you would describe it, you know, first person thing. Um, they actually used a real Spanish reporter for Rec, which was cool. Uh, yeah, the jump scares were really good, and it's just like another movie where people are being infected and then, like, shut inside of a building. And then Quarantine was the American remake of Wreck, not nearly as good, it is an almost exact shot-for-shot remake. (laughs) Oh, you watched Uh, both? I, yes, I did. I didn't realize Um, that. And it's funny, because Wreck has Javier Bardem or something, he's like the famous, like, lanky, scary monster guy. Sorry, did you say something? I don't know if you said. Oh, yes. I was just saying yes. I was just yeah. super excited. Okay, yes, and then but then you know who Doug Jones is obviously. Yeah, or hopefully he's like the monster guy for America. So okay, big question: which one was better? Uh, oh, it's it's Wreck for sure. It's Wreck because uh, Quarantine is just like a, a crappy American remake. Yeah, I've only ever seen Quarantine, and I've heard that before that Wreck is like unanimously better. It is. It really is. Because, like, I, I mean, not only is it more original, but, um, like, just, just, there are things like Rec was filmed in an uh, an apartment building. Quarantine was filmed on, like, a stage that was built. I mean, just, you know, things that are more authentic yeah. in Rec. So, right. So I recommend Rec over Quarantine. They're the same movie, but, yeah, Rec. Oh, uh, that's so interesting. Because uh, yeah. I actually enjoyed Quarantine, <laughs> except for the very end. Like, Where, overall, like, I, what I really very like end, that. though? I actually the dragged away. Just the dragged away, not the like. Well, specifically I guess that, that shot thing, was done. Like, I, okay. no, not specifically the shot. The like, just like the last five minutes, maybe. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and again, those are essentially the same. That's where like Javier slash Doug Jones comes into play, playing the same character. Uh huh. Thing, but I don't know. Yeah, it definitely gets weird at the end, but like, just wreck does it better, pretty much. <laughs> and okay, so I remember quarantine. If I remember right, I thought it was actually kind of scary, or like some of like the scares were done really well. Okay, that, so like, sorry, go ahead. But, I was just yeah. saying, is that true? And then if if it is, does wreck do it better? Also, wreck does it. Wreck does it better. So like the one of the main scares that stands out for me um, is when they're filming the mother and the daughter, and, and uh-huh. a body falls from the the top and drops yeah. down. So in wreck. It feels so much more like the daughter and the mother are being interviewed, and it comes out of nowhere. In quarantine, it feels so much like 
they're film they're you know what's gonna i don't know it's hard to describe like yeah. they're almost filming the background for the body to drop in quarantine oh okay i see and in wreck it's totally it's it's totally and, and the sound is better of the guy screaming it's so much better and it scares the shit out of you and quarantine it just it, it's not as much dude like as soon as we're done i'm watching wreck and i'm watching the platform. <laughs> i'm so excited to watch these yeah it's yeah um it's just it's actually crazy how how similar quarantine is because uh one of the people that made that movie is on record as saying like the director really brought his own into this it's really it's exactly it really is exactly the same but yeah hmm. uh but there i don't know like there was a lot of people that were wrecked in this movie wreck uh and they were killed like oh yeah oh shot okay. Shot. Oh really? Shot. Yeah. <laughs> they were shot, but not by a hitman, right? <laughs> not by a hitman. No. Oh, have you ever watched any shows about hitman? Hitman. I I you know I watched one episode of Barry. That's it. Oh, you watched one episode of Barry? Oh I did. man, I watched the whole first <laughs> season. So, all right. Anybody that doesn't already know HBO, if you don't have a subscription, um, HBO has a bunch of series for free right now, and documentaries, and a few movies also, and so. I'm one of those people that just kind of, like, pays for HBO every now and then for, like, a month, and I binge a lot of stuff, (laughs) and then that's it. Um, Barry, I, like, I totally should have just paid for it and just watched it when it first came out because I really, really enjoy this movie. It stars Bill Hader, or a series. It stars Bill Hader, and um, it follows him as a hitman from Cleveland, Ohio, that wants to get out of the hitman business and start an acting, not an acting career, but he wants to, he starts an acting class, uh, played by, or taught by uh, Henry Henry Winkler, who is also amazing in this show. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's a really good blend of comedy and drama, and I really... I am just a big fan of that shit. Like, Judd Apatow, like, has always been a huge... He has nothing to do with this show, but um, (laughs) always been, like, a huge influence for me. Like, I love his blend of comedy and drama and, like, real shit, and that's kind of what I get from Barry. Um, So I watched the first season, and I'm, like, two or three episodes into the second season. How many... Is is it, like, ongoing in terms of, like, it could be Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, Okay. yeah. So, yeah, season two... I think just came out in 2019. Like, okay. I think they were, like, awaiting a season three this year. Gotcha. I'm glad that this is successful. I I watched the first episode, and I liked it a lot. There's no reason that I stopped. I've heard nothing but good things about this show. Yeah, like, I, when it came out, I've heard it was good, and then I don't know why I just, like, kind of fell off my radar. Mm-hmm. And uh, Because it, it's so good. Such a good show. Yeah, I I need to watch it. I do. I've I've pretty much exhausted everything on HBO that I've liked, so I think this is my next one. I've always had it on my list. Um, another one. I'm just gonna tease this because I haven't. If you haven't watched it, you should start it. I just started. I'm only one episode in. McMillions is <laughs> yeah, so good. Such a good Wait, documentary. So is that the is that on HBO and Hulu or just one? So of them? it's it's f- like. It's on Hulu right now, but uh-huh. it wasn't, like, a week ago or something like that. Like, before HBO started their free series, it wasn't on there. Oh, okay. So, Hulu will do stuff where, like, you'll you'll go to watch something, and it'll be like, oh, use your HBO add-on. If you, like, oh, if you have okay. it. 
So yeah. I don't know why what the reason is for that, but that's that's why it's like that. Okay, gotcha. It's really it's pretty good though. It's not on the level of our last item on the list though. <laughs> it is not exotic. No. Not as exotic as Joe. And not okay. <laughs> on the same level of meth. Uh, Tiger King. <laughs> which we okay, so you have watched the entire first season, right? Yep. Did you know that okay, by the time for anybody listening, by the time you're listening to this, it's it's out now. Did you know that tomorrow they're doing another hour? Yeah, I saw with uh Joel McHale, right? Yes, they're adding another episode. Well, I it's weird how it's like it was written like it's not a new episode, but it's an hour added to the last episode. I I don't understand, but Oh, it's weird. It might just be a new episode, but anyways. Uh yeah, another hour. So you kind of talked about it at the very beginning. You were saying you you were one of the last people to to get on this hype yeah, train. Uh. <laughs> uh and then once you got like were you hooked after one episode or did it take a couple or I mean, I was pretty much hooked after one episode. Like I said before, it was one of these things where it was like it was so hyped that I wanted to watch it and then people told right. me it was like meh. And then people were like, it's overrated. But, yeah. like, it's one of those things where if you don't watch it, you're out of the loop, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, if, you're not, if, you, if you have not seen this and you're listening right now, you're, you're lying to yourself. You've obviously seen <laughs> it. Um, I don't think we have to go over a premise or anything like that. It's Joe Exotic and his tigers. There's really, I just kind of wanted, there's, like, a few things I wanted to talk to you about, I guess. Yeah. Um, the first one... Did you realize how cheap it is to buy a tiger? He's selling like tigers th- for like two grand at one point. I was going to say $2,000 at one point I saw. Yeah. And I literally, I think I turned to Karen. I was like, I, I could get a tiger. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> yeah. My mom, my mom breeds dogs and she sells these dogs for like 1200 bucks Cause they're like a, I, I don't know. I guess they're like a sought after breed, but I'm yeah. like for fucking 800 bones more, you could just get a tiger. That's so... It's not okay. It's really not. No, it's, de- it's definitely not okay. I can't even believe... Like, I I, I just really opened my eyes to the world of uh, owning tigers, I guess. And yeah, for real. I, like... Again, we're kind of talking about this as if you've seen it, because there's, there's too much to get into. But, like, so if you have seen it, there's two, there's two lines at the very end that should stick with you, that stick with me. You know, I feel like they're the most relevant to the show, and it's that when Saf says like the the real the only people that lost in this were the the animals. Oh yes, and then the campaign manager I forget his name right now says uh, all this money that was spent doing this and that could have been spent to conserve you yeah. know conserve animals. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's so true. It's just. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out actually, because Saf that that line uh, stuck out to me too from her. Uh huh. Him. Sorry, but him. him. Wait, who's Saf? Well, no. Well, Saf, Saf. What? It's kind of a thing. Saf was the girl. Oh. In, in quotations in the show, but but Saf now like famously very well known identifies as a him. Oh, I did. So I didn't realize that. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that Saf, Saf is a trans uh, male. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I'm a fucking dick. But, um, no, you're not. I just wanted to, like, I, you know, we're in this day and age, so. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a ham. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, Saf, Saf is pretty much like the best person. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And then the other person who I can't remember his name, but I wish I could. The dude with long hair that, that and the sunglasses who just okay, so, tells yeah. it like it is. <laughs> so you don't remember his name, but you will because uh, I'll do this quickly. It's like a mini game that a lot of people have done that have watched the show. I'm going to give you names. I want you to tell me who you think the worst is and then who you think the best is out of this group Ooh, of people. From the show? Yeah. Can you do that for me? All right. Yes. All right. Here's my first four names. I want you to tell me who you think the worst person is out of this group. Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Doc Bagavan Ansel, or Jeff Lowe. So it's definitely Joe Exotic like okay but uh, also okay, why, do you, why do you say that go ahead i uh, because <laughs> i think that that joe all right and the show all right the series does a really good job at putting a lot of sympathy and like kind of putting things in his favor mm-hmm. but i feel like overall joe is the only one feeding these animals from meat trucks He's the only one who has an insane amount of animals in small cages. Like, there shouldn't be any in any cages. But, no. you know, I feel like we're just comparing, like, yeah. really shitty people. But, um, you know, Joe has the most animals. And he, I think he has the smallest, it, it looks like, at least from what I saw, the smallest, uh, what, like, facility, I guess. I feel like um, he started caring about the animals, but definitely turned into what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I think he has good intentions. One of one of the people that works for him says that at one point, too. Like, I think that he has good intentions. But right. I think I just – I feel like someone – and probably someone is. But I feel like someone should be stepping up more and being like, Joe, like, if you care about these animals, you cannot keep doing what you're doing. Obviously, like, in I the f- past yeah. because where he's at now, that's not going to work, but – <laughs> I think I think Joe is a horrible person. I think he's a little bit victim of a, of a circumstance, which doesn't give him an excuse. Yeah. Um, but the 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 person that I truly think is the worst is Doc Ansel because he started like a cult sex club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're all like I feel like they're all really pretty close. Car- Carol's the one that I who like p- potentially killed her husband, and she's the one that I feel like is the least shitty person i kind of agree a lot of people think she's the number one but i kind of agree that she's the least worst yeah that's what everyone wants to talk about like oh she killed her husband and i'm like i maybe she did maybe she didn't you know i i don't <laughs> fucking care like all these other people or like one of them's got a cult jeff Lowe, like i don't even fucking know what that dude oh is like God. a walking ed hardy shirt i can't i did not <laughs> like that guy at all dude he is ridiculous <laughs> yeah and but, I don't even, but you put I, Joe I, above all of them. In ter- but, what were you saying? Like, you put Joe above all of them in terms of, of terribleness, though. Which I'm not blaming you for. No. I, 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 mean, I do. I think, okay. <laughs> I, just because of the animals. Right. I, let's say I didn't know anything about the animals, and I just, like, I guess it wouldn't even matter. It would be so not even <laughs> up anything. I don't think, I don't know. I, I. Like I said, I think he has good intentions. Like, I don't think he's just an absolute piece of garbage as a human being and, like, cruel. Right. But but I feel like what he was doing was, like, the most wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I think 
Yeah. He definitely strayed, and I think by the end he was, for sure, one of the yeah. most strong people. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to give you my four people that are good? Yes. Okay. Uh, and you might not remember all of them. Okay. Um, but there is the campaign manager. I forget. Yes. James something, maybe? Yes. Or James is the other bad guy. What? I think it was James. So there's the campaign manager, uh, Saf, the guy that got his arm bit off, uh, John Ranky, okay. who was the guy without his legs, right? Right. And then um, Eric Cowie. The long-haired okay. guy with glasses. Who do you feel like right. was the best person? Who? That's a tough one because I actually, I really liked all of them. Yes, agreed. I do feel like, and maybe because I just mentioned this, uh, was it John Ranky? What was his name? John Ranky was the guy with the without the legs. Yeah, I think I would pick him because I feel like if there is anyone who was trying to tell Joe that he like, I don't know, to kind of guide him i guess i feel like it was him mm-hmm. yeah. um i also feel like the one who is talking about what's happening with the meat trucks and and the employees eating from it i feel like he was maybe the most level-headed but it's, it is Certainly. a tough one because i i really like all of those people like they are those I, are good people yeah they're all good people i think saf i th- i would say saf ranky and cowie are all pretty similar yeah, uh, in terms of I feel like they all cared about the animals, you know, they yeah. want to do the right thing. So yeah, definitely. And then like the campaign manager, for reasons that you know he was trying to do the right thing, and then he had to watch what happened to Travis. Right. I also saw on Reddit that he apparently attacked people with a sword later in his life. What? I don't know. I feel like everybody's crazy. He looks but like he has a samurai sword. He definitely does. Um. But yeah, I gotta say, I, I think it's pretty much a toss-up between Ranky, Saf, and Cowie. They, they just, yeah. I don't know. They, they are all just putting their heads down and going to work at the end of the day. Yeah. I do, I think that it says something, too. Like, I think it's pointed out in the first episode where they say, like, Joe took these people who were, like, ex-convicts and stuff, and, and he mm-hmm. was employing these people, and, like, I don't know. I do feel like that is kind of a big deal, because by the end of the show, you see, like, these are some really good people. And, like, right. I do think it's very cool that he gave them a purpose, um, yeah that's why I, I, it's, it's so tough because like like i said he, he's not the worst human being ever alive i just what he did no. was the most wrong i guess and he also animals. he was doing these dinners yeah for thanksgiving and for christmas um, yeah yeah you see a little bit of that in thanksgiving but he was doing these dinners for people and stuff um and yeah it's crazy that like eric cowley for example found the job by craigslist basically he's <laughs> yeah. an ex-convict and he was just like whatever i've never done this before right but yeah I, I just think there are certainly people that from from strange circumstance whether joe was helping them or not came into this and were trying to do the right thing and even joe like you said i think was trying to do the right thing at the beginning uh whether it was fame money both something happened to him along the way right That was a good game. I liked that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to move on to our other game? Yeah, we've kind of got another little... The main event game? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so this is a draft. We'll be drafting, which we've done before, but dif- 
different category, I guess. Yeah. But, um, so Brian and I have picked some teams. These are the teams of people we would take with us, I guess. Is that what you, how you would say? Take with like, us? Like, yeah. We, that we would assemble. These are our Avengers for the <laughs> end of the world, basically. Right? I would say if you're, yeah, like the end of the world, whether it's, what are we looking at here? Like zombies or just like total collapse? So. Whatever. I, Okay. Without getting straight into it, my team is definitely prepared for zombies. But I, I feel I, like I've got yeah. some good people for just about anything. That's good. I was gonna. I was almost gonna go th- sort of a zombie team, but yeah. In general, we're talking. The end of the world comes. These are the people that you want on your side. Five people. Five yeah. characters. Yeah. Um. Okay. You want to just do like one for one? Okay, here's my thing. Are are we drafting in terms of we can't take the same person? Oh, fuck. I hope not, because I don't have backups. Well, that's okay. I don't either, so we're not okay. doing that. Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but so, yeah, let's do one for one. Round one. Who's your first round pick for the end of the world? Um. Okay, so if I'm going first, my first pick overall... <laughs> She is the most important person on my team. It is Imperator oh, Furiosa. Yeah, you got her too? Yes. Yep. Charlize Theron in Mad Max Fury Road. And it's, okay, we're going to talk about this because if you have her too, what made you choose her over Tom Hardy? Because she's she is more badass than yes! Tom Hardy. She's so much more badass than Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, she really is. Like, Tom Hardy's badass in that movie, but... Oh my god, dude! Furiosa is just fur- furious. You really had her. That's so funny. Yeah, I really did, and actually, that was my number one pick too. That was the first one that I was I, like, "Oh my god, this is who I want." That's hilarious. That, that's so but funny. Yeah. yeah, I I can't think of anybody else. Well, well, like one armed or not, that's who I want on my team. She's incredible. yeah, for sure. <laughs> and and I thought that was a good pick too. Like obviously for like getting into fights and stuff, but overall, yes. like what a fucking. Because all right, I think I told you like in my head I was kind of thinking like, I want like the brains, the leader, the whatever. And then right. so that was like I picked her first because I like this is who's leading the team. Also, yep. <laughs> all right, perfect. So do so, we not? We don't have we don't have to do your first pick. Like we're both. Yeah, I guess not. I guess that that was it. Um, That's awesome. All right, so now I'm I'm curious. Your second pick. I don't think we're going to have the same one. But if we okay. did, it'd be fucking amazing. All right. So we, we both got Imperator Furiosa. We'll go into our second picks. Uh, my second pick is Ozzy Mendes slash uh, Adrian Veidt from Watchmen. Solid pick. Not who okay. I had. Not who you had. Pick. Okay. Uh, so I'll just talk quickly. He's, he's the... He's the smartest man in the world, and I didn't want to pick superheroes for, superheroes for obvious reasons. Like, I'm not uh-huh. going to pick Superman. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, so like I, so like Ozzy Mendes is like he was the smartest person in the world in the Watchmen comics slash like very fit. So I chose him for my brains slash kind of am I brawn? I like it. Uh, my second pick, what and this is definitely in preparation for zombies more so. I have a couple others also, but uh, Ash Williams from <laughs> Evil Dead. All right, I, just, I got him on my list too. <laughs> oh, you do for real. Are you being serious? Yeah, I am. I don't know. If, yeah, I do. 
Oh shit! All right, so yeah, Ash, um, he's got the chainsaw. Of course, yep. this is like you know, the by the end of it, Ash Williams. Like I want Evil Dead too, Ash. Um, yeah, same. But yeah, he's also like a little comedic relief. You know what I mean? We're all feeling good, and we're all killing zombies. He, I know yes. he like basically he can't die. So I mean, like that's super super useful also. He's Ash Williams is perfect. Like I, I obviously have the the people in parentheses here. Like Bruce Campbell is Ash Williams. Period. Oh, for sure. So he yes, I like the actor slash the character. Yes, I, he was on, he was on my list. He's so perfect for this. Even like in Spider Man, the the uh, like the ticket person Bruce Campbell. That's totally well, he, Ash Williams. He has you know he has a, a cameo in every one of those movies. Oh really? I only remember he, the one. He is the. He's the waiter in the third one. He's the ticket taker in the second one. Oh my god, who was he in the first one? I forget. But yeah, because oh. obviously Sam Raimi directed the Spider-Man movies. Um, yeah. So Bruce Campbell does have a cameo in every single one of them. And oh, I can't crazy. remember the first one, but yeah, he does. He's unless yeah, because he the ticket taker is the second one, right? That's what you were saying. Yeah. And then yeah, the uh, the waiter when. Okay, I actually re- yeah I remember this yep, now. Yep, he was he was the the waiter in that one. So yeah, he huh. he's so good. <laughs> he is, he's perfect. All right, was that your next pick or did you have somebody else? He was like I don't really have him in an order, but he was yeah I guess fourth on my list. Okay, uh, yeah. Other than uh, Furiosa, I didn't have anybody else in order necessarily. But we had her as first. That's so funny. Yeah. we both had his first. Okay. All right. So do you want me to do my next one or? Um, well, I'll do another one, or, and okay, well, I guess it doesn't matter, because then what if you go and you have somebody the same? Go ahead. All right. The next one I had, also zombie-related, I have Columbus from Zombieland. Okay, um, solid. And that was just kind of, he's got the rules, This got we got some structure, we got somebody with a level head, that's who I want on my team. I almost went with Tallahassee, is that, uh... Yeah, oh yeah, Woody Harrelson? Yeah, Woody Harrelson, yep, I almost went with him, so that's funny. But yeah, such a good choice. <laughs> All right, who else are you taking to the end of the world? Okay, so we have uh, Imperator, Man, Ash, someone to talk about him. Um, so my fourth out of five, I guess, is Edward Bloom. Do you know who that is? Uh, it sounds familiar. So Edward Bloom is Albert Finney's character in Big Fish. Oh, okay. So I want him, I'm not kidding, I want him on my team to tell me stories, to entertain, to make the time go by. Yes. Okay, that's, that is awesome. I love that. Uh, yeah, so he's played by... Uh, well, he's played by Albert Finney, but Ewan McGregor also plays right. him, obviously. All right. Yeah. So, and you, obviously, your other people, they'll be able to protect him so that he exactly. can continue telling those stories. Yeah, so it's totally that's fine. what I'm talking like, about. He's not yep. a fighter, but... Nope. All my other ones are fighters. He is... I've got him just tell, telling me stories day and night to entertain nice. me. So, yeah, that's who I got. Edward Bloom. Uh, who's your fourth yes this is my fourth one um so i'm also bringing the t-800 from terminator (laughs) yes i was with terminator Uh, also (laughs) um for a couple reasons obviously uh, because it you know it's it's a huge he's a badass also thinking he's from the future so he can maybe give some insight on like what exactly is going on that that this is the end of the world and what's going on that all of us just kind of like ran into each other right so that's um, Arnold, right? I mean, that's yes, that's Arnold. <laughs> yeah, holy shit, that's such a good choice. That's so funny. I almost went him too. Um, <laughs> All right, so okay. you have one more. I do. I have one more. All right, here's the thing. 
Originally, I had Rachel Ray because I'm in love with her and I wanted her to make me stuff. And then, I'm not kidding, and then I watched 28 Days Later and now Selena is my last person. Oh, yes. Selena's such a badass. She will kill you in an instant if you are not on her side, and I love that. (laughs) Yes. Very, uh, Very real and very raw. So, yes, that is exactly how I would describe her. And I kind of want another girl on my list, other than Imper- Imperator Furiosa, just because of, like, the ruthlessness that I feel like girls have, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so at the end of the day, I'm going, like, Imperator, Ozzy, Edward, Ash, and Selena. She's my last pick. Dude, when you said Rachel Ray, and then I went with, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Ratatouille. I was, like, convinced that you were going to be like, Ratatouille, cause so he can make make delicious food. Here's the thing. I would take him also because he can and he's very small. (laughs) And at the end of the day, you can eat him if you need to. Jeez. I'm sorry. Oh, that's so fucked. It is. All right. He would like make one meal and you'd be like, this is pretty good, but. uh." (laughs) That's it. But but he would make one meal. So like. Yeah, that's true. You get one meal out of him. Fair enough. Um, All right. The last one I had, I wanted somebody with like some some wisdom someone sage like all right but also a fighter morpheus from the matrix which oh, is so a awesome. post-apocalyptic series it totally gets overlooked because of all of like the 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 actual matrix part but they're totally living at the end of the world in that movie um what do, wait do they establish that is that in the first one Did they say that, that they're, they're... in the first one yeah it's it's a while in when uh actually yeah yeah you see i don't think you see outside the ship in the first one okay but you know i can't think of the name of the ship now the z eh, i don't eh, never mind i don't know never never what is that from (laughs) research team because i don't know a lot yeah no no i'm gonna gonna get that but i think in the first movie you know that they're inside the ship and oh yeah that's right because the very end they the um the things are trying to break open the ship. That's like, so you see, I think maybe you see one shot or something of like the outside world. Okay. What it, which one do they fight all like the machines like coming in? Is it the second one? The second and third one they do. Yeah. They both of them. Like what's the one, what's the movie with like the, like, but like the famous, like the third about to like, yeah, the third one, there's a lot of, like, it's, the, uh, most of that movie takes place in the real world. Okay. I just remember, like, off. one of the movies are, like, we're about to experience a lot of, you know, the tentacle uh, machines coming in or whatever, like, so they set up to fight them. With, with like, the giant mech suits? Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's the third one. That is the third one? Oh, I don't know yeah. shit about the Matrix, holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> It is the Nebuchadnezzar. That is the name of it. Did the was the Matrix all like? I'll be honest. Like, I'll just ask you a question. Was the Matrix always comprehensive, or did it get a little ridiculous in the second? Okay, it's totally ridiculous. Okay. The first movie should have been all there ever was. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, that's tough because like there is a little more story to tell, but like, no, this shit gets way too wild. Yeah. So, yeah. um, is he able to offer you the red or the blue pill? Ooh, hadn't thought about that. <laughs> I was just kind of thinking, oh man, 
Well, I mean, no. he's just like a badass. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, most of us thinking. I just need someone who like can just like say some really like prophecy type stuff to really oh, yeah. kind of. He's like a weird hype man. You know what I mean? Like he's gonna get us yeah. going, but he's gonna get us going by saying like, "You are the only one holding the key." Right. I feel like, which is weird to compare him to another movie character, but um, Denzel in when he's blind. In, uh, when he's the blind, the, bo- the, Eli- oh, yeah, the book, yeah, the book of Eli. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like he, like uh, Morpheus, is like a like a much more badass version of him in terms yeah, of just yeah. like wisdom and and kicking people's ass. <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> These are some solid teams. I I feel like they could like survive for sure, both of them. Yeah, we definitely thought. Like I feel like we covered all the areas really yeah. well. <laughs> uh, that is all that I have. Do you have anything else before we wrap up? No, I do not. I just wish everybody to be safe. Yes, stay safe. At Explosive Pod, that's the Twitter feed where you can uh, keep up with all the stuff. I always, I feel the need to plug it at the end. Always. So pointless. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's all we have. Stay safe, and we'll see you in the next one. See ya.